Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. Welcome back to The Pod Crashed. This week, we're telling the story of Ryanair Flight 4102. Thanks for listening. One, two, three. Happy New Year, Mariah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, friends. Happy, happy New Year. Happy, happy new year. Okay, we're going to do this. We're we got do this. this. Yep. Right. We both, like, within our own hearts and then over text message debated, should we take a nap before <laughs> we record <laughs> or should we record early and then and go then to bed nap. early? Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then take nap, a long, long nap. <laughs> one of those long overnight naps <laughs> that <laughs> I've heard so much about. Yeah. But we, we decided to record early, so... So no one's ears will ever get to hear the version of this episode that came after a nap. But happy, happy new year. Um, to celebrate the new year, we are doing a Ryanair. Story. All right. Yes, Ryanair. So I think most of you will know Ryanair is like a, a budget, a European budget airline, an Irish, uh, Irish budget airline. Mm. I didn't know that. What did you do? Yeah. 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 It's Irish and uh, it's the budgetiest of all budget airlines. (laughs) Um, And I uh, had the pleasure of of flying on a lot of Ryanair flights um, with Brian and when I went by myself and is what it is. It is super, 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 super cheap. Mm. Or at yeah. least it was, and uh, so cheap, wildly cheap. Um, but you've they, been uh, you've been on you. a budget airline here, right? Like you've yeah. been on like yeah. a Spirit Air or something like that. That's a great question. In the U.S., I don't think I've been on Spirit. Mm. You've been on Spirit Airlines. Oh yeah, you've been on Frontier Airlines. Yes, yeah. terrible. And they don't even act like they're they. You'd think. <laughs> They're just a regular airline. Right. But they ain't. Hey. Yeah. I was just going to say, ain't. how would you, like, do you think they're comparable? There's a lot of the same stuff. So, like, Ryanair, um, the big thing that was meaningful to me was that you had to print your boarding pass before, like, you got to the airport. Or they would mm. charge you, like, $40 to print it at the airport. Mm. But, like, the ticket would usually cost, like, $18. And then, yeah, but Ryanair, everybody has some Ryanair horror story, I think, or not everybody, but like most European folks who have, you know, been drawn in by the like, you know, $25 flight to a different country. And yeah, yeah, when it works, it works. It's a little bit of a gamble, but yeah, so we're doing Ryanair 
4102, and we're going back to November 10th, 2008. What a good year, 2008, <laughs> in so many little ways. Yeah, <laughs> but um, and also a terrible year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, most years seem to have that <laughs> combination. But, yeah. Um, we're flying a 737, um, so again, I feel like I always have to say the 737s are like the most successful airplane ever built like very Mm -hmm. very 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 popular so they do come up in a lot of our stories but not because they're so like horribly unsafe just because there's so 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 more many of them out there and we're flying from frankfurt to rome so frankfurt germany to rome italy but we're flying from frankfurt han airport to rome Ciampino. so the one of the ways that they keep costs down is by flying to like the little piddly airports like Hirona in the other story um mm. that we did outside of Barcelona like so <laughs> so we're flying from like the little piddly airport near Frankfurt to the little piddly airport near Rome <laughs> okay. and uh keeping keeping prices low baby um the pilots we've got today uh oh sorry we've got two pilots four flight attendants 166 passengers so 172 souls on board that's a full plane for this aircraft like Mm -hmm. we're and let me tell you Ryanair like stuffs you in like it's like a full Ryanair plane is a full plane like they really like it's squished (laughs) it's super squished (laughs) I really do. I think about like it is one of those times when, sorry, I'm too tired to be doing this episode probably, but I and I know I talk about this all the time, but it is amazing to me how different sizes people can be and yeah. like creatures. Like it's all like you have one soul, but you can be like a microscopic, yes. like short person or like a giant, yeah, you know, basketball player. Mm-hmm. And Either way, you just get one seat. One so this seat. is one of those times. Right. Yeah. On this plane. All those tall German people <laughs> crammed into their seats with the nice short little Italian nonas. And right. <laughs> we're good. We got this. We're fine. Yeah. So so we are going. Uh we've got Captain Frederick. Uh that's how I'm gonna say it. His name has there's like three lines over different letters in his name. Hmm. So maybe it's pronounced Frederick. I don't know. But Frederick is what we're going to call him. Yeah. Freddie. And uh, Freddie is 44 years old. He is Belgian. And uh, he is very experienced. He's like a very, very, very experienced pilot. He's a real get, honestly, for for Ryanair. They must have gotten him. I hope he got a great signing bonus. And uh, we got the first officer is Alexander, and sweet Alexander is 23 mm. and very inexperienced. He has fewer than 600 hours, so he's Dutch, and God bless our boy, he is here to learn. Yeah. He's here to learn. Yeah. He's he, 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 <laughs> I suspect, did not get the signing bonus. He's here to learn. Yeah. Uh, it's not a long flight. We're flying. It's like maybe an hour and a half of airtime. So short little flight, you know, not super short, but not too long. Uh, the plane is very, very new. The plane is only eight months old. Oh, so wow. just a, a newborn baby, like a little puppy of a plane. 
and uh, were taken off right around 6.30 a.m., so early, early in the morning. Plane takes off, no problemo, um, and Frederick takes, like, raising up the next generation of pilots very seriously. Mm. Like, he is... He is about it. He is dedicated to, like, he takes his role not just as captain, but as teacher, seriously. He wants to help Alexander be, like, the best pilot he can be. Oh. So we love Frederick. Yeah. He's great. They, they have, like, their, you know, like, pleasant chats and, you know, like, all the nice normal stuff that you might chit-chat about. But he's also, um, like, letting him fly when it's relevant he let him take off he like had him like he's he's like giving him like pointers it's really nice yeah. uh the the 737 is like the aircraft that frederick has the most experience in like yeah thank yeah. you frederick it's, yeah it's a what good a situation to be learning in yeah yeah it's nice right it's nice and I also, so I tried to find this out. So Frederick is Belgian and Alexander is Dutch. And, you know, Belgium, there are like three languages are French, Flemish, and Dutch. Mm-hmm. And I highly suspect, I don't know this, but I suspect that like every time a Belgian person meets a Dutch person or a French person, they're like, is your mother tongue my language? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I, I can't confirm this, but I think... I think they all speak all three and English because of course, but yeah. Um, I think Frederick's mother tongue is French. So I think we'll assume they're chit chatting in English, but gotcha. But they could chit chat in Dutch if they wanted to. So uh they are off. Alex is learning, Frederick is teaching. They are coming in close, getting in toward uh toward rome as they you know the morning wears on sun's coming up what a beautiful fall day clear skies gorgeous day for flying and frederick suggests like hey alex why don't you hand fly the plane in to land like put it in manual and like do a completely manual landing like it's good experience it's a beautiful clear morning you got this buddy like you can do it and alex is like yeah i can do it (laughs) so they agree yes good and uh they're coming in they go through the checklist alex is reading off the checklist doing everything he's supposed to do and uh they come in toward rome and they get uh lined up with the runway and they put it into manual and Alex is flying it. He's hand flying this plane. He's going to hand land this plane. They're coming in. They uh, get clearance to land. And uh, as they're getting closer and closer, lower and lower, you can see the runway just sitting right there in front of them. They're lined up perfectly. Frederick is like gently giving him little like, you know, like you're a little high, slow down. You're a little this, you know, just like he's like gently giving him like pointers and uh, they're coming down, and they get down below 200 feet. And as they get down below 200 feet, it's like the decision altitude. They get the minimums voice on the from the plane, and they have to decide if they're going to land or go around. And both of them say, we're going to land. So they get down, 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 runway's right in front of them, and boom, a flock of starlings just... Oh. <sighs> like lifts up 
out of the earth right in front of them between them and the runway this massive cloud of thousands of starlings just up in front of them and god bless him our boy frederick is like oh oh, no oh no (laughs) he says go around go around go around go around they've already like dipped below 200 but then flock of starlings so alex says go around go around flaps 15 and alex says flaps 15 and Frederick moves the flaps back, retracts them back so they can go around. He retracts them back a little too far to 10, but we're going fast. There's a bunch of starlings. Bam, 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 bam. The right engine just fills up with starlings. God bless them. Their little souls go to starling heaven. And the engine just starts to die. Okay, so they are trying to go around. So Alex pushes the nose up and shoves the throttles all the way forward. So full power and the other engine eats up a bunch of other starlings and so they've got the nose up they're trying to pull away they're trying to give full full throttle so they can lift up away from the ground and instead their engines eat a hundred starlings and they start to fall so they frederick takes control uh, he forgets about going around. We're not going around because we can't. And the plane actually does start to like fully stall and just like fall back down toward the runway. But they are right above the runway. And so Frederick tries to like aim the plane. I mean, they were 100 feet off the ground. Right. They're barely they're coming in fast now because they've got no engine thrust and they're just falling down. Frederick like aims, 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 tries to get it back like to get the runway underneath them basically and they smash bam the left back side of the plane hits first so the left gear slams into the ground along with like the left like hip kind of like above the tail so that whole section just bashes into the runway Okay, so we did make it onto the runway, and then it hits there, and then the right side slams down. And when the right side slams down onto the ground, the right landing gear gives out and just buckles under the weight and collapses, and then the right engine smashes down onto the ground. So they hit the runway just like that, about halfway down the runway. Champino already has a short runway, but they hit it with such force. So if you think about all of that energy, when they smash down into the ground, it took a lot of the force out with it, right? So as they start to roll down the runway with the right engine just scraping, they have slowed down but they start to pull to the right and they're going to whip right off the runway again to the right so frederick puts the left thrust reverser on spoilers and brakes the left thrust reverser isn't doing a lot because it's full of dead starlings and but it does enough to like counteract along with frederick's steering and they just brakes reverse thrusters steering i can't imagine how like heavy and loud it must have been to steer but frederick keeps it on the runway keeps it on the runway and they stop just short of falling off the runway so just short they come to a stop they come to a stop 
and Frederick and Alex shut off the engines as quickly as they can and then evacuate. Everybody gets off the plane. Everybody lives. Oh, thank God. Everybody lives. Uh, yes. Everybody lives. Everybody lives. Okay. The plane does not live. The plane was so damaged. This eight-month-old plane <laughs> was tough. so damaged by the impact that they just wrote it off. Toast. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Right. But all the humans lived. That's what matters the most. Yeah. And so everybody lived. Uh, and <laughs> so, so we know what happened. We know what happened. A billion starlings right. like came out of hell to crash this plane. Right. <laughs> yes. So they they know that that's what happened but when the so is the italian investigative authority right is going to be the one doing this investigation along with boeing doing their own investigation Mm -hmm. and ryanair right and the question that the italians asked that i kind of think maybe ryanair really wanted to know the answer to which was like hey like great job everybody lived plane didn't live why didn't you just land like why did you go around like you were already like the italian authorities like their estimation was that they would have been on the ground in about six seconds so like why not just like why try to go around we were so close to the ground and you don't have engines you could just cut the engines and just like right that's put it down yeah that's what you think too that was like where your brain went right so during while you were telling the story i was like i don't why didn't they just like just down keep going you got this like right no and i i and okay so you're not wrong the other thing the other part of that was that their estimation was that the damage to the engines was so incredibly extensive because they pushed up to full throttle as they're flying through this flock Mm. of starlings and anybody who doesn't know a starling Unfortunately, we have them in the U.S. They're very invasive over here. They're native over there, like in Europe. Right. But they're just like a little, a, a medium-sized blackbird. Yeah. Mm, smaller than a pigeon, but bigger than a, like the size of a robin. <laughs> Who's that yeah. going to help? Um, <laughs> but it's bigger than a sparrow, smaller than a pigeon. So, um, but they, they, it, the engines like did actually ingest more than 90 starlings Jeez. so they're small but right. it was so many so fast and they were pushing the throttles all the way forward as they flew through the flock right. so that's what the, caused the damage to be so extensive and so they were like fred why did you go around buddy <laughs> like how come you could have just put it on the ground and again our boy fred is a a lovely teacher and a kind man and he he had an answer he said okay like i'll walk you through it okay i a we're heavy right just to start off we're heavy we're full we're heavy we need a lot of runway to stop and champino has a shorter runway right under normal conditions it's fine but all of a sudden conditions are not normal very suddenly right right? and it's a back um it's right exactly so that's uh, numero uno. Number two, he said, okay, so we need lots of runway. I don't know if the engines are the only thing that the birds have damaged. Mm. 
I don't know if the brakes got damaged. I don't know if the landing gear got damaged. So I don't know if I'm not going to have reverse thrusters like I would normally. We're heavy. We're coming in. And uh, I don't know if my landing gear is also full of birds Mm. or if my brakes are also full of birds. Right. He said we had a tailwind and you I was taught, I was trained, when in doubt, go around, mm. right? Like, go, just just go around. Yeah. If you get back up into the air, you can always go around. If you go around, get back up into the air. You can reassess. You can, like, take stock of what's been damaged. Yeah. You can fly over to the real <laughs> airport it, for Rome, which has a much longer runway. And then, you know, like, yeah. that's what he said. And all of those are legitimate reasons, right? It is also... I think that he's a brilliant pilot and I don't have a single bad thing to say about him. Yeah. The, the report was like, it does seem like a startle response might've been part of this, Uh, right? You're like startle reflex because the first thing he did when he saw the starlings was go, and then just go around, go around, go around. And so that kind of like, as we're landing, something very unexpected and negative is happening. So let's just not, let's stop that and like go around. Like, let's just get back into the air where everything was fine. Like get away from the yeah, problem, right. right? Like that. And I don't doubt for a second that he was startled. And his instinct turned out not to be the right one right but it's just training that kicks in that's all you have in a split second right that's like immediately where your brain goes you just have your instincts and your training right because you're not thinking through all of the different factors instantly right and so then so training and instinct he's a good pilot who as he said has been trained to you know when in doubt go around so uh like hey boeing and ryan air what does your training say for situations like this Mm -hmm. oh you know neither of them had it boeing had no training none whatsoever on what to do um if you uh have a bird strike like so close to like while landing nothing Ryan Air, nothing. In 2008. So this was within months of, or within a year at least, of the U.S. Airways, like the Miracle on the Hudson. Um, And I think there was another bird strike in like the same like 20-month period that like resulted in a crash. Jeez. Um, And it was all like within, the U.S. Airways one I think was an Airbus, but... um, but Boeing just straight up did not have, they had bird strike training, but they didn't have any bird strike. Like what happens if you're six seconds from touching down and you have a bird strike? Right. You know, so. That, that scenario, yeah. It, right. And it is, I agree with you that that's very strange because that's when you would have bird strikes is on takeoff and landing. Right. Those Lower are the, the times where, right, exactly. Birds don't fly up. 30,000 feet in the right. air like they're down down here with us most of the time right and so i i don't know but they just had no relevant training and then the training they added like boeing added you know to their manual um 
but it's kind of again to me to my eye maybe to like a trained pilot maybe it's clarifying but I should have written it down like to my eye it was still like if you think the engines are damaged then just land if you think you can land safely and it's like okay well (laughs) those are all things you don't know right instantly right right like as made point by our friend right like right yeah but uh that's it as promised oh wow we'll nap soon but that's it that's the story so uh the the the, italy they didn't get in trouble for flying manually no that's okay, fine no, that's good, allowed good, good. yeah that's that's totally allowed that's a thing they're allowed to do okay because um, i 100% thought that's where the story was ending and i was like no fucking way no 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 so that's allowed there's no problems there they um i honestly and again somebody with more knowledge tim aaron friends this woman pilot who has been very sweet and has commented on some of our stuff but i don't know your name (laughs) um but like but i love you uh but like any of anybody who knows more about it i am interested to know what like wouldn't the autopilot just cut off in this situation anyway right right like what is the autopilot gonna do in this scenario besides click off and say like you got this right like (laughs) i don't know what happened like yeah 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 so i don't know but um there were only eight people who were even hospitalized and they were all for minor injuries i know that minor injuries can mean like a broken arm um which sucks right but i don't know Uh, it seems like everybody was like of 172 people yeah it's pretty miraculous by and large yeah by and large it was it was okay yeah if the plane had made it well, the starlings, the starlings in the plane went to heaven together, I guess. Yeah. But, but, wow. but yeah, that is the Italian report took 10 years to put out, come out. Oh it took them 10 years. Why? For a bird strike where everyone lived. I don't know. Maybe not priority. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they don't have a lot of them. I don't know. I honestly... Is it, I don't know, am I going to have to cut this? Is it wrong to say that maybe, <laughs> in general, Italy is a little more corrupt? Oh, yeah, I is think that's fair. To say? I think it's I don't fair. even know if that would be relevant. Right. Maybe they, like, waited for a bribe from Boeing for, like, 10 years, and they were like, I guess they're not going to give us the money. I, mean, I don't know. Is that a bad thing to say? I appreciate them holding out 10 years if that is the case. Like, way to stick to it. I mean... That's the kind of dedication we yes. look for. Yes, in a politics. <laughs> and yes, that's dedication. What, that's, that's what I, immediately. There we go. Put a put a positive spin on <laughs> exactly. it. I like it. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I don't know. Wow. But it took them ten years, yeah. and then at the end, they pretty much said, like, well, it was caused by a bird strike. <laughs> the bird strike was maybe made worse because they tried to go around. But it, it's obviously startling to have a flock of birds, yeah, hit your, like rush into your right. plane when you're 200 feet off the ground or like 180 feet. They weren't even 200 feet off the ground. Yeah, no, that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It must have been so loud too when they were hitting the plane. Oh my gosh, it must have been so. I it's I truly, terrifying. And again, I I. 
maybe I shouldn't say this kind of thing again, but okay, like culture is like a fun thing, right? It's yes, fun. It is. And all I can imagine is like how different I imagine the Italian passengers would react from the Dutch passengers. Yeah. Like those are gonna be two very different yes. like instinctual responses, right. I think. <laughs> like not nobody's better or worse. It's no, just of course. I think it would be different. Yeah. And I think that that's yeah. Right. Waiting for a plane at Ciampino was when I heard a couple loudly fighting in the airport, of course, because that's just every airport has a couple and yelling at each other somewhere in it. Yeah. And the man actually yelled, Mamma Mia, in the middle of the fight. <laughs> and you're like, no way. Yeah, I was you exactly. I was like, no, towards the camera. No, this is right. Exactly. Like, this is made up. But uh, I don't think so. Damn. I don't think so what a yeah what a moment it was i'll never forget you <laughs> fighting couple <laughs> at the airport we wish you well i hope they're doing i hope they're great i hope they're very happy together <laughs> that was the last fight they had yeah yeah i mean mama mia seems like it would solve a lot yeah like if so i just yeah. if someone yelled mama mia in the middle of a fight i think i would just like that's it right we're done <laughs> You know what I mean? If we that is the peace mom, word. I don't know. Why. Yeah. My mom asked me, has asked me like once or twice if you and I have ever gotten to one of have you and I, the two of us, yeah. you know, have ever gotten yes. to into a too into a fight. Why can't I talk? Into <laughs> a fight. Yeah. And we have not. I don't think so. But no. if we do now, we have to remember Mama me. to yell Mama Mia <laughs> yeah. to cut it off. Perfect. But, but a lot of times those like funny would that sound like so funny to our ears like Mamma Mia or like Sacre Boo. Yeah. Or like we have both of like like Mother of God yeah. and Holy Cow are both things we yeah. say. Yes. Yes. So like why does it sound so funny <laughs> when I don't know. Because we don't. But, I Yeah. It's probably I don't know. Is it funny to hear Americans say like that those equivalents? I don't know. Oh, probably no, Mariah. We're gonna get the best messages we've ever exactly. gotten this week. Like, what I is the all of you... what is the equivalent in American language? Well, our dearest darling Shane talking about how we say awesome. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, like yes, our American experience. Like, I will tell you, my grandmother also agrees with you and hate not agrees with you in this, but uh, she hates the word awesome because she thinks it's overused in the U.S. Awesome is is supposed to be for when you're speaking of the Lord. The Lord that, is awesome. There was uh, when I went to Bible college, um, a classmate of mine who spoke like he was Indian and spoke like, I mean, like 30 languages, yeah, truly. Yeah. And he said that in every language, he like reserved one word for God mm. in that language and in English, he had chosen awesome, wow. but then came to like a Bible college in upstate New York where everyone's just like, awesome French fries, no, dude. No. Like, you know? Aw, I know. I get why he picked it. Yeah. If you were just like, it, you, you would think that that would be like the right word to reserve for, for God. But, right. but uh, <laughs> in a world with so many awesome things, <laughs> like, yeah. Or just, you know, saying that we love everything. I think that's actually yeah, maybe yeah. what we get. But we do accept stuff that we hate. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, let us know. Let us know. 
What do you think? What's your bet? What do you think is going to be like the funny, the silly thing that we say? Has what's somebody made fun of you for saying like at work or something? Um, I don't know if I can say it on here. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, I that's fair. like uh when it's cold. We'll just put like a long beep here. Yeah. Like the first bleep of the show ever. We'll just put a long beep. Yes. When it's cold, like when I am cold, uh, because mm. you know it takes a lot for me to be cold. It has to be. Um, I'm dead yeah. before you're cold. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I the other day I was in the office and it was pretty fucking cold because the heat was off, and <laughs> not thinking, uh, that and I just walked into the shared office that I share. Um, thank God there was. Uh, I do have like a counterpart who is male, and thank God he was not in this room, uh, because I walked in and said, "Man, it is brick titties in here." <laughs> uh and i don't like i don't know where i got that i have no idea where i picked that up along the way probably it just like came out yeah like just like i mean and i say it like i say it a lot but when i said it at work like the people in the room bursted out laughing and i was like oh my god oh no Uh, (laughs) right yeah but i don't think that's a common american phrase i but any american would instantly know know what you're saying exactly exactly (laughs) like there's no confusion over what's wrong in this situation right right uh speaking of phrases i do have to apologize to the entirety of western new york by referring to to pop as soda in a previous episode I'll make sure my dad listens to this Please. one so that he can hear your apology. Because my, uh, I, I don't know. I'm, t- I'm turning into some. My accent is changing, but then I hear. Mm. Then I go to Buffalo for two seconds and I'm back at it. You know, it's right back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That my dear, my dear dad. He, my dad's notes on this show are, are. 100 percent specific to him yeah like it is only things that he would personally <laughs> prefer it's not like generic like general notes like for a presentation right, it's right. just like i Excuse would like me. it yeah if mariah said pop instead of soda <laughs> which <laughs> is not my heart he is not wrong in this scenario at all it is pop it is I pop mean, yes it is pop yeah but and but everyone is gonna have yeah. to deal with that on this because Guys, just... not to segue, but I'm sure this is something on your segue. on your uh, topics. <laughs> yeah, your topic I, list. I did make a little list of yeah. Buffalo has been going through it. Oh my god! The city of Buffalo in the past nine months has just—it's as a community has just been demolished over and over and over and over. It is truly insane. For for anyone who doesn't know, and I also, by the time this is out, we might know more, but like, yeah. we're recording this on January 3rd, and for anyone who isn't aware, like, Damar Hamlin was a Bills um, safety, yeah. uh, Buffalo Bills, like the NFL football team safety, and he tackled T. Higgins on the Bengals, and, and he, it didn't even look like a bad fall, and he stood up. And and fell down 
dead like yeah. fell down dead yeah. and they they did cpr on him on the field for at least nine minutes and restarted his heart with an aed and it was so horrible and it like, was so horrible and you and i were texting while this was going on right and at first they were showing the replays and it almost they looked, kept showing the replays yes, but like at that time i did not know how serious it was like the way that he fell down was almost cartoonish because he fell straight back because he just like got up and then his body stiffened and he fell and i and it was just like okay like obviously he's hurt you know we need to take a minute and then it clicked and they were like they've been working on him for eight minutes or whatever and i was like the fuck what do you mean working on him right and there was like i mean it oh my gosh it was so they kept showing like the replay because that's how football is and at some point when i was talking to brian brian and i were watching the game and i was just like they have to stop showing this replay because yeah like it seems like he's really hurt they have to well I don't know if it like for you, but like to me when they they have like they just had it on Josh Allen, the quarterback's face. Oh my god. And when yeah. when McDermott the coach was saying something to him, I assume that his heart has stopped and like little Joshy has like the most expressive face in the world yeah. and you could just see like something is very, very wrong. Yeah. Like the news he had just gotten is horrifying. Yeah. And then I mean, fuck Roger Goodell. Literally the, though chairman or whatever of the nfl he was already going to hell frankly for what he did to colin kaepernick yes. but then for sure after what he did to tua this year yep and now for i'm sorry i'm sorry i got into arguments with people about this <laughs> as soon as an ad was being used on a player on the field that's where you postpone the game literally you don't have everybody this you don't give acted, everyone five like minutes a, to warm up to try and play again Five minutes after he died literally they got his heart restarted but he did die and he's right now as far as i know i don't know if anything's changed in the last hour but like as far as i know he's still uh, in critical condition yeah right at the time of this yeah like right now he's still in critical condition as far as so horrible so horrible he's 24 yeah so and horrible ah the first thing i said to ty was i hope to god his parents are in the in the stands and not watching mm, this on TV because from TV. Oh my gosh. Goodness. Like I couldn't no. And his mom was, but I don't think I think only his mom. Yeah. And I know he's got like there's a picture that I've seen of both his parents, him and then his little mm. brother. Um and as far as I know, it was only his mom. Ugh, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's terrifying. And I cannot I mean, they did postpone the game, but I cannot believe <laughs> if you're performing CPR, then the game is postponed. It's over. Uh, if you're performing CPR on a player on the field, it's the over. game is postponed. Yeah. It's yeah. And they and then the first thing they said last night was that it was postponed until today. And I'm like, you don't. <laughs> what? No, that's not how this works. But that's what I'm saying. But that's why I don't that's this is, again, the argument I got into somebody with about. But like, like, that is why Roger Goodell 
deserves to go to hell i'm sorry maybe we all do and we can talk about it but my point is like my point is that like he we agree but it's fine we'll keep going um but um but only just for roger goodell no one else but the um but like he is clearly trying to see how quickly he can force them to get back on the field yeah. oh yeah 100%. like that's and like so yesterday it was like okay like as soon as possible we'll do a temporary you guys can go and like get each other hyped in the locker room or whatever and then you'll go back to playing right and then like okay fine you can like take a breather but you'll play tomorrow right and like yeah. everybody is outraged and the players are like no and the coaches you know i don't know i just yeah, and I was I was but really he's being glad. forced to do the right thing. Exactly, exactly, because everyone else is just like, no, that's no. Like, what's wrong with you? Right, right. Like, no, and you know how serious the situation is. Like, I don't understand the making that call at all. Like, what? What in your? It's money. It's all money. That's why. He's- I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I do not know. I understand. I really do understand when you have like a big machine like that and it's just like going and it feels like it just has to keep going or whatever. Like again, the blizzards and like are the stadium getting full of snow and like all of these like weather things that they had to figure out. Like I understand what it can be like when you're running like a big machine like that. Sure. And it just feels like no matter what, this has to keep going. But no, not no matter what. Right. I don't know how you could see like all of the players, if anybody like looks up clips or pictures, like if you if you they're children right like most of the players are in their like very early 20s if you i can't even imagine like looking at them like sobbing on the field watching their friend have cpr performed on him or like watching the the ad be used all of that i don't know how you could watch that those players those like boys yeah watching their friend be worked on in that way not to mention from and then a, think yeah. like get back at it right exactly and not to mention from a totally normal hit like a that's a, what's that's i think about what it. also is freaking everybody out is yeah it's like you know ty and i consume a lot of football talk like a lot of pat right. mcafee and um it's something that that we both enjoy uh yeah. and everybody every football player who has talked about this is just like man like they feel it you know because it could have been anybody it could have been them it could have been anybody they know like and that's that's utterly terrifying i don't exactly i don't know i know people are saying people i've heard rumors and like people you know talking whatever like the nfl is done the nfl is like they really need to make some changes i just don't like, I am not the person to predict what those changes could be to make this game safer. I have no idea. That's the essence of the game is to, like, fight each it other is, for right. a ball. Like, you know. And, yes, it's strategy and, and it's skill and it's all these other things. But the reality is most of the guys on the team are just getting into a car crash every single, right? you know, drive or whatever. Right. And that's just it. Anybody who like hasn't seen it, the hit looks the tackle. I mean, again, he the player who is in the hospital in critical condition right now is the player 
who tackled the other player. Right. Like he was, and it looks like a totally normal tackle. Yeah. Like nothing. Like again, Tua, like his tackles this year, like where he got despicable that he had more than one concussion Literally, in one year. Yeah. But but you can see immediately, obviously, that this person has gotten seriously injured. And this looks so normal and it's so oh, I just hope he's okay. And I Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, right? But And then um Yeah, and this yeah. is after a literally what are they calling it? Once in a generational historic blizzard over Christmas weekend. Yeah. Uh yeah, where Buffalo's a lot of people lost there. their lives. Yeah. What I don't even know what the count is up to at this point. I don't either. Uh, dozens of people though. Dozens, yeah, dozens. More than 30. Yeah. At this point. Um And that's just in Buffalo, like Exactly. S- statewide yeah. it was And countrywide, like people. I even heard of um I think a Tennessee couple like froze to death, I think. Oh my gosh. Um, from the cold weather and not having Horrible. electricity. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but you guys lost power oh and and as a result lost heat yeah. because you have forced air. Yeah. So you had no heat and no power for days. Literally days. And no yeah. food. And no food. We <laughs> my brother's gonna kill me for saying no food on this podcast because I, <laughs> I was calling all of everybody trying to negotiate for food and he was like i have yeah. food um so tyler but did he 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 we ate i will say it that way okay. we did eat we ate great meals uh it was not prepared for i will say it that way oh, uh okay. we were i mean i and i totally like so here's the what happened i i and i drove from new york to buffalo Thursday night we were supposed to drive Friday we both took off Friday we were gonna drive all day heard about the storm we're like yeah okay maybe we should leave Thursday night after work drove all night long to make it in freezing cold rain the weather was terrible it was fine we made it safely at 4 30 a.m talked to my brother for a little bit because he was still up uh go to bed wake up snowed in and we probably woke up around, I don't know, 11, maybe 1130, snowed in, mm. uh, take a shower. We still have power. Take a shower. By the time I get out of the shower, we have no power. Uh, and we're kind of like, you know, before the, we lost the power, like we were joking about what we would do if we lost power and, you know, all these other things. We're just like, OK, yeah, let's hunker down for a blizzard because that's what we do in Buffalo. We hunker down mm. for weather and when it passes we continue on our normal lives uh yeah so we lost power lost heat thankfully he had a gas stove so we still could like boil water um and so all day friday we had no heat um and it started to get really cold uh just you know had lots of blankets the reptiles oh my god yes the animals so you know my brother and his roommates have um a few pets they have uh um like a snake and they have I forget what kind of snake but they have a what the hell is it called 
the dragon. Bearded dragon. Bearded dragon, yeah. Yeah, like, bearded dragon. And then the fish. And then the fish, yeah. So by the time we woke up on the second day with no power, the heat, the the house was still pretty okay by the time we went to bed. Like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't anything mm. compared to what it was the next morning. And mm. we were keeping it heated with like a propane heater we had. Definitely not supposed to use that shit inside, but, you know. Uh, we, but what are you going to do? Right. Have zero heat. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and so we were just like, okay, yeah, like we'll go to bed and we'll take care of everything else in the morning. And by the time we woke up at like six the next morning, the reptiles were almost dead. And so we had to like heat them back up. Uh, make sure that they were good to go, and then we just kept like boiling water and trying to steam heat them uh, with like bags of water underneath uh, a ventilated cage. Mm. Um, and that seemed to work. You know, they were really happy to be warmed up. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was just stuff like that, and um, my mom's basement flooded. We had to take her over. Her house, her house was freezing. Uh, so mm. we had to, she lives, you know, a couple doors down from my, where we were staying at my brother's house. We had to walk her to my older brother's house who lives like six blocks away during the blizzard just for her to get, get warm. And yeah, it was just crazy, you know, just think, yeah. thankfully we're okay. And we made it, it was a long three and a half days, but, um, you know, at the end of it, it was good. Um, it yeah. was fine, you know uh and just like a lot of i don't know it's just really sad um i think buffalonians pride themselves on being able to handle weather like this and so uh quote unquote like this but it it wasn't like anything that we normally see you know i mean there were 70 80 mile an hour winds uh the wind was unbelievable yeah my grandfather used to be in uh the Highway department. He used to be the superintendent of highways in Amherst. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was talking to one of his buddies. uh, And they said that they had an 18-foot drift somewhere uh, that they were trying to deal with. I mean, obviously we didn't get 18 feet of snow. But the winds were so powerful that there was a natural 18-foot wind drift of snow. Like a sand dune Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it yeah. was it was a serious storm. Um, I think you could probably agree with this. I don't really want to hear any they should have prepared. Just because it's like I've been hearing that a lot lately. Like yeah. people should have prepared better. Uh, I mean, it, even that like it is it's not like it's such a simple thing. Right. Like Brian and I like we have a car Um, like public transport is very poor in buffalo right so we have a car so we were able to drive to the store to get groceries but obviously it's not like there's infinity groceries and so you know like we got what we could and um and again like so if you it was already cold and snowy before the storm hit so if you have to go everywhere on foot if you have to take the bus if you like rely on like using your bike, like if you don't have a car, how would you prepare? Right. If you live in any of the neighborhoods in Buffalo that are full-blown food deserts, right, that don't have, um, if you work at a job where 
you work 12s during the day and you are only off work you know the only time you can go to the grocery store is on weekends right that's a lot of people yeah you know exactly uh, don't have child care um whatever you know like there's all kinds of things that can and then again obviously yeah there's always people in every single extreme weather event ever anywhere in the u.s there are people who will just you know be like it's not that bad it's yeah. buffalo it's yeah. a blizzard right. it's not going to be that bad right and that's not like like i mean i guess i like urge like what's the worst case what's like i, I do tend to think like if you can prepare like even if it like what's the worst case scenario you have too many groceries that's right, okay right. but another thing with preparing again the storm hit what if you are paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. and you literally don't have money yeah. until tomorrow yep. during the blizzard yep. you know what i mean like if you which, any of, right, like, which so was many the case things. like for a lot of people right. I mean, it hit on a friday and the stores right. closed at 11 a.m so right i mean on literally oh, yeah, so, i was planning to go to wegman's at noon and heard that it was closed right you know right and and why was it open in the first place right, right? because yes. those people have to yep. get to work so that's again like what are you going to do have like to how home. much yeah. how how many of you work at a job where if you said i have to leave now because i have to get groceries would you be allowed right so i have to leave early would you be allowed and if your boss is just like you can get them tomorrow you know what i mean like there's so many there's in there are so, so, so many circumstances where, like, preparing the day before a storm is not, is just exceptionally difficult or overtly impossible, or you, like, endanger your job in order to do it, yeah. or, like, whatever the case may be. Not to mention and again, some of the people, yeah. Right. It was Christmas. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Sorry, oh, off. yeah. If you're paycheck to paycheck, you're even more paycheck to paycheck exactly. right the week before Christmas. Like, it's rough. Yeah. It's rough. And yeah, I don't know. That, like, people should have prepared thing is, like, very easy it's it's individualism right like this yeah. is this is where right. like but like it is that it's idea just, that like yeah you know i don't know i just it i don't know it i think i am a little bit traumatized yeah <laughs> um, of course that, like, you were we, yeah you know like it definitely got scary there for a minute um yeah and you know like at one point when we were walking my mom to my brothers like my elderly mother to my brother's mm. house with her little dog in a garbage bag like oh making sure trying to have them not freeze to death we saw like right. a police officer who was stranded at the end of the street and oh the only reason we were able to walk down the street was because a construction plow had just come to rescue the police officer who was in a hummer by the way like the hummer got stuck um and they were trying to do an emergency evacuation of a, an elderly lady and her dog on our street oh my god um and the the cop just looked i mean he looked defeated he was frozen Scared. he was shivering he was terrified yeah. um yeah yeah i don't remember where yeah. i was going with that but yeah it was it was serious um and i'm you know 
glad we were okay. Um, and it's really terrible about all the families who lost people. That's yeah. Yeah. And pretty sad in perfect ways. Yeah. be really scary yeah. to, to you know pass away in your car during blizzard oh you know. it's horrible it's horrible right and the wind is such like a big part of that too like in a regular blizzard maybe the snow could almost like protect you or like offer something yeah i will say like like little things like if you live anywhere that ever gets snow stick a candle in your car and a lighter Mm -hmm. or matches stick that in your car because like one candle like in your car sealed in will actually like make it a lot warmer it really will um and like doesn't matter if you have gas you don't have to leave the car running whatever um, and that's like, again, that's like a small thing that if somebody, if you, if your loved one freezes to death in their car and someone's like, oh, they should have put a candle in it. Like, stop. Yeah. Stop. Wrong, right. Wrong, wrong way. Yeah. Wrong way. No. Right. You're saying, you're saying something that should be like just useful information right. for people to consider for the future and like, and turning it into like a dunk on suffering people. Exactly. Like, like it's wrong pointless. approach. Yeah. And I mean, I will say, like, a lot of the comments and stuff that I see on, like, news articles is, uh, like, are people saying, like, just stop with that, like, type of of attitude, you know? Like, talk about how you can prepare in the future instead of, like, just saying, like, you, like, should have done this. Right. Right. And, like, in general, I don't know. I don't know. Don't even do that to yourself, right? Like, it's such, like, a hard thing. And all of us can almost always think of things we could have done differently yeah but you we don't get to do things differently that doesn't work that way you get to do things differently in the future but you don't get to you know do stuff yeah but i hope that um i don't know yeah i don't know i guess i hope that we don't have any more storms like that this year i mean not like that obviously because a storm like that is actually is like a a rare occurrence thankfully but yeah um yeah man forced air is nice but i and i and the radiators are super annoying in so many ways but i was so grateful that we had radiators yeah you know this time yeah and they are so annoying in so many ways but um but yeah i like that they they work even if the power goes out we didn't lose power thankfully the people across the street from us did, though. The whole block across the street from uh, us lost power. So I think that's that's exactly what happened to us, too. And that was what, like, I think fucked us up so much is, like, you know, I mean, we couldn't even, in this, like, blizzard, people could not see out of their house. You could not see across yeah, the street. Yeah, I couldn't see the neighbors across the no, street. I didn't is, know that they had lost power for days. Right. Until we were all out shoveling right. on, like, Wednesday. Right. I didn't know that they didn't have power. And, like, we could see periodically... Uh, like when we walked to my mom's the first time, um, we did not know that, uh, that the, they had power until we got like right up to it. And mm. that was like the most mind fucking thing ever, I think. Right. Cause it was Cause like, it's so close. Uh, 
it was so close yeah. and they were so warm. Mm. And like, yeah. yeah, I don't want to complain, but I was sad because I just wanted to like enjoy a winter weather. You know, I know. And we had fun. I, I mean, we, we did have a good time. but We did. Uh, yeah. It was scary for sure. Yeah. But, um, do we have another segue? I think we can leave this stuff. Okay. I think, yeah, I think it, it doesn't, I think we'll leave that at that. Do you okay. want, do you have a fact that you want to read? So um, you can segue to fact. My fact this week, well, this is nice, uh, because my fact this week is about Buffalo. And okay. it's not a crazy fact. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just that we have officially broken a, rec- a record by, um, having it snow more than 100 inches uh, by the first of the year for, like, the season, the winter season. So, um, Like a nationwide record? Uh, I believe so, yeah. So that's, again, I want to say this, guys. 100 inches. This is a nation with Alaska in it, Mm -hmm. okay? (laughs) Alaska, Alaska is part of this country. And honestly, like Minnesota, the record. Yes, one hundred inches. If it's if it's the national record, is it just the Buffalo record? Maybe it is just the Buffalo record. We broke our own record. We broke our own record. Yeah. Good job, us. <laughs> yeah, it's one hundred and one inches. Um, Let's go, Buffalo. <laughs> broke our own broke record. Our own record. <laughs> <laughs> that is some shit they would post about too. <laughs> why why the did fuck? the Washington Post write an article about us breaking our own record oh for God. our city? No, but like not like we guys for clarity. I want to make sure I'm clear about yes. this. The record for the most snow in Buffalo yes. before the end of the year. Not like not we already national. held the nationwide record. Not like we already held the record. <gasps> Our own record for our own city that was only ever about us, but we beat it. <laughs> ah! Okay, that's this is the pick that's me up we fact. needed. This is this is how you start a new year, guys. This is God. that twenty twenty into twenty twenty one energy. We're just gonna just like yeah, we're just gonna just continue. Keep our heads up. Yeah. We got oh. this, guys. We got this. You got this. We got this. Pray for Buffalo. Pray for Buffalo. Pray for Damar yeah, and his family. Yeah. Pray for the whole, the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah, seriously, all of it. But Ooh. yes, and uh, yeah, I love you, Mariah. I love you, Casey. Thanks for telling that story. I love. Thank you. Thank you for the fact. I love Buffalo. We love all of you. Go Bills. And uh, go Bills. Go Bills. That's that's the real yeah. message. If you forget everything else, remember. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Pod Crashed. We so hope you enjoyed it. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us for any reason, you can message us uh, on Instagram or TikTok or email us at thepodcrashed at gmail.com. Or if you're listening on Spotify, we do have the little question feature. (laughs) So if you're listening on Spotify, um, you might be able to see a question from us and we get to see your answers. So uh, yeah, thank you to everyone who's already done that. 
Uh, we thank you so much for everyone who's been so gracious. I know that um, it's been <laughs> a wild time. So thank you as always for being a wonderful group of people. And uh, we'll see you next week.